In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Ijishesan, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. Impartation is, is what I simply call a product of the Spirit of God. When we say impartation, it speaks of a product of the Spirit of God. It is an expression of the Spirit of God. Impartation can never be achieved without the Spirit of God, whether it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament. In 1 Kings chapter 16, we see how God instructed Samuel to go to the house of Jesse because there was a young boy that he had an assignment for. But before the young man could step into, you know, his prophecy, he needed to be impacted. So God insisted that in spite of the fact that he's according to his plan, that David should be the next king, he must be impacted for him to step into that office. Tonight, I declare by the Spirit that as the impartation of the Spirit will take place in your life, I see you stepping into your office. You, you will see in Acts chapter 13, the Bible says, it said there were certain prophets and teachers in Antioch, and as they fasted and ministered unto the Lord, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas. Now, that was their prophecy. They were meant to be set apart for, for apostolic work. And the Bible says, after they have I mean, after their fast, it says they lay hands on them. So there was an impartation to bat their season. So there's always an impartation of the Spirit that releases people into their season, that bats new seasons, that changes seasons, that positions people for their prophecy. How many of you are ready to be positioned for your prophecy? It's a product of the Spirit. So very briefly tonight, I, I want to share on what I call uh, the purpose of impartation. What is the purpose of impartation? Let's look at Acts chapter 7 and verse 10. What is the purpose of impartation? The purpose of impartation. Acts chapter 7 and verse 10. Acts chapter 7 verse 10. The purpose of impartation. He says, and delivered him, talking about Joseph, he said, say, delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And he made him the governor over Egypt and all his house. Now, this was a man that was helped by God. In fact, if there was anything that was very unique about Joseph, it was the fact that he had the presence of God with him. The Bible says, and the Lord was with him. The presence and the power of God in his life brought favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh. And because of that, he became the governor in Egypt and all his house. So very briefly, I want to run to a few things talking about the purpose of impartation. Number one, I want you to be very fast because I'm not going to take time with this because I really want to get into the partition. Prosper. 
this is just meant to prepare you. Number one, to restore and correct abnormal situations. So you will see the impartation of the Spirit coming into place because there is an abnormal situation that God is too good and kind to live the same. There's something I want you to know about the heart of God. When God sees things that are not properly, you know, aligned according to his original plan, he makes himself available to fix it. He makes himself available to do what? To fix it. Say after me, say the anointing of the Spirit fixes. Come on, say loud and clear. Say the anointing of the Spirit fixes. Say it one more time. Say the anointing of the Spirit fixes. Now open your Bible to Luke chapter 13 and let's read from verse 10. You see the impartation of the Spirit coming into expression because there's an abnormal situation. I don't know what I'm talking to right now. Maybe there's an abnormality in your life that you have gotten used to. There is a God that is too good and kind that will not let you live with that abnormality. Verse 10 of Luke chapter 13 says, And now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. Run through it, verse 11. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. And as a result of the spirit of infirmity, it was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. Now, I want you to think about this. This woman has had the condition for how many years? 18 years. And yet, Jesus walked in and rather than understand this woman's situation, say, okay, she's been like this for the last 18 years. She can, she could, she can as well live like, like that for the rest of her life. What did she do? He said, but when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. Now, take note of this. It was not even the woman that went to Jesus and said, can you fix me? It was Jesus that called her to himself. So now, why am I saying this? I want you to see the heart of God. When things are not going well in someone's life, in any life, God is not pleased. God does not feel comfortable with an abnormal situation. But rather, he sets out to fix it. He said, Verse 13 says, and he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Verse 14. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. Is this not crazy? A woman who had been sick for 18 years who could not stand straight, just got fixed. But religion was angry because the healing did not take place in the appropriate, on the appropriate day. I don't want to go into all that story. But the point I want to bring out from this particular uh, 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 incident is the fact that the anointing of the Spirit, the impartation of the Spirit, corrects abnormal situation. I declare in the name of Jesus, whatever is abnormal in your life, in your health, in your career, in your finances, in any aspect of your life, by the impartation of the Spirit tonight, it shall be corrected. Amen. Come on, get on your feet and shout, I declare, I, declare, I, receive, I receive alignment, alignment correction, correction 
restoration by the impartation of the Spirit. If you believe that, come on, shout hallelujah. So when the anointing of the Spirit sets in, it corrects abnormal situation. It does not matter for how long it's been there. God will not say, just live with it. But rather he says, no, this ought to be fixed. So is the man, is the art of God to fix a damaged situation, to correct abnormal situation. I don't know what you have been living with. There's an impartation of the Spirit to correct it. Somebody shout, I receive, I receive. Restoration, restoration by the Spirit. If you believe that, come and shout, hallelujah. You may be seated. So the impartation of the Spirit comes in to do what? Correct abnormal situation. Secondly, the impartation of the Spirit breaks the power of delay. It breaks the power of delay and accelerates processes. It breaks the power of delay. Ladies and gentlemen, don't ever get used to being delayed. Delay is never the will and the purpose of God. When God sees a delayed situation, he wants to step in and restore things and accelerate things. In fact, I make up for the lost years. Delay is not normal. Delay is never the will of God. Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1. Are you with me tonight? Delay is never the will of God. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to them that bounds. The anointing sets in to break the power of delay, to release you into your manifestation, to ensure that his plan and purpose for your life becomes a manifestation. So there's, a, there's such a thing as an impartation of the spirit coming into expression in your life and it shatters the forces of delay. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, it says, and on that day shall his body be taken away from off your shoulder and his yoke from off your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed. I declare tonight every career that seems to be delayed, I declare tonight receive your freedom. You know, when you see delay in life, it can be marital delay. It can be ministerial delay. It can be delay when it comes to, you know, financial things. Different kinds of delay. Delay of manifestations. Delay of fruitfulness. Things that have been spoken to your life and, you, and you're like, by now, they should be manifesting. There's such a thing as a, as a manifestation of the Spirit uh, by the impartation of the Spirit that causes that delay to be taken out. Remember, it's a season of acceleration. Come on, am I talking to somebody shout acceleration? You know, I want you to meditate on that word, acceler accelerate or acceleration, whatever you call it. In the next two weeks, so much that if you wake you up, the first thing that will come to your mind is accelerate. Accelerate. I'm getting my speed back. The delay is over. Somebody shout, the delay, delay. is over. over. The delay is over. It's time to manifest. So it breaks the power of delay and, and causes acceleration. The anointing breaks the power of delay. And as a matter of extension, I move to the next one. It breaks demonic sacrifice. 
So I said, I don't believe in all those demonic things. It's just it's a mindset. There's a devil. Don't you know, say, there is God and there is a devil. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, I've come. In fact, before he even says I've come, he said, the thief comes. Can you see how, how the Bible describes he's a thief? He said, he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come. You know, there's such a, demonic circles are real. They are demonic, demonic patterns. And, and when I think about demonic circles and patterns, the, 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 there's a situation that comes to mind in Matthew chapter 17, verse 15. Matthew chapter 17, verse 15. Everyone under the sound of my voice, who is one that one influence or the other of demonic circle, I declare, receive your deliverance. He said, this woman came to Jesus and he says, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is an epileptic. So in other words, he has a condition of epilepsy. And he suffers severely. For he often falls into the water and often into the water. Into the fire. And to the... Now, this is not an ordinary epilepsy. It's, a, it's, 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 it's influenced by demons. Let me share something with you, which is very fresh. Last week, I was in UK. I don't know if you know where UK is. Europe, okay. And uh, there was a lady that I've known for years, since she was a teenager in high school. And she learned that Pastor Dutton was in town. In fact, she did not had, had arrived. So myself and Pastor Dutton was, was staying in the same Airbnb. So here she was in the living room talking to Pastor Dutton, and I came downstairs, and she was so excited. So she jumped up, ah, pastor, blah, blah, and we're talking. And that was how I got to know that she had COVID last year, to be precise, 18 months ago. And she said, oh, I had COVID. He says, in fact, since that time, I've not been able to smell or taste. 18 months, no smell, no taste. In fact, she did not say it from the point of, I have a problem, fix it. In fact, she said it like it's an advantage. He said, now I can drink anything. Somebody was talking apple cider, vinegar, how irritating coffee. So I don't, just give it to me. And she demonstrated it. Said, I don't taste. And I, so, so, someone asked, said, how do you cook? Since you can't taste it, he said, I think I've mastered the art of cooking. I get it right all the time. And she was just saying it jokingly. But something inside of me was uncomfortable. How can somebody not smell or taste? That's not right. I declare whatsoever is not right in your life, that the enemy is trying to make, it, make you feel normal with. I declare tonight, tonight marks his end. I said, that's not right. That's not right. So I stood up. Her name is Ivy. I said, Ivy. In fact, a testimony, I'm supposed to post it. I've not had time to post it because she recorded it. I said, Ivy, everything changes today. There was the gift of special faith. He just rose up in me. I said, Heavy, no more. You must taste. I said, before you leave this house, you must start smelling and you must start tasting. I said, amen, sir. But she, the way she said amen is not like, okay, I've gotten used to it. But if you said so, amen. And we, cont we continue. She was, I think she was around for another maybe 45 minutes to one hour. And when she was about to go, I said, back to what I said. You must taste and feel. And I mean, taste and smell. So I laid my hands upon her. I was just 
thinking of, oh, gift of special faith, and, you know, her taste board will be restored, and, you know, and she'll be able to smell, not realizing. You know, if I did not believe COVID was demonic, I was convinced last week. I lay hands on Ivy, and she just went into this unconscious state. How did I know she's subconscious? Because when she came out of it, she said, what happened? She started spinning in the living room and screaming. Ah! I'm like, is it not just taste or smell? She screamed, she, she screamed, she, she spun. I mean, and after a while, she fell under the power. This all, it took like five to ten minutes. Then she stood up. Then when she stood up, when I felt, when I could see that she was a little bit back to herself. So I walked to her. I said, are you okay? She said, I'm fine. So I did something interesting. I said, somebody get me black pepper. I don't know if you know black pepper. So I brought black pepper out. Before the black pepper, I gave her something to taste. And she said, I can't feel it. I can't feel it. Yes, there's a tingling sensation. Then I said, get, get, get me black pepper. So I gave her black pepper to smell. And all of a sudden, she screamed. Because it dawned on her that her sense of smell and taste has been restored. I thought somebody will celebrate. But what I want to bring out was this. COVID is not denarii, it's demonic. So I said, how do you know it's demonic? How can you have a condition and, of course, everything left, all the symptoms left, but you were kept. It's like live with this. And, I mean, researchers have revealed that a lot of people that had COVID had one thing or the other that stayed with them. In fact, after that day, I said, I will start praying for people that had COVID who still have one symptom or the other that stayed and they start living with. It's like the devil said, okay, I will live but not fully. I will leave two of my cousins with you to monitor you for the rest of your life. Can you imagine somebody living? And, and she told me, said, there are quite a number of us like that. I said, this is rubbish. But to cut the long story short, the power of God came upon her. That demonic hold was broken and all of a sudden, she was able to smell and she was able to taste. taste. Now, there are a lot of things that a lot of you think are natural, but they are not natural. They are demonic. Listen, if you have ever seen a demonic anger before, you realize that there's a natural anger and there's a supernatural anger. Ah, you're like, let me share the one with you. There, I used to have a church member. She's no longer a church member. Several years ago. All of a sudden, I got a call. And that was supposed to be the husband. Daddy, daddy, daddy. All of a sudden, she's my daughter now. He's your daughter. I'm like, what's going on? She wants to run me over with a car. This is a true life story. So I said, okay, okay, wait for me. She was, as of that time, thank God she remembered they have a pastor. Because she was already, he was already in the, hall, 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 um, what do you call it? Ali. And so, there, no, she had cornered him. It's just to run him over. Final move. So, I picked up the phone. I dropped his call and I called her and she picked up. Thank God she, at least she respected me enough to pick it up. So, she picked, and I was, she was, I said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, stop that car right there. Not sides. I said, stop, get out of the car and go to your apartment. I'm coming now. 
So I quickly drove to their house. Interesting enough, we were staying in Skokie then. So by the time I got there, she had recovered. She was now shedding tears. And the husband was like this. Talk to him. Talk to her. I'm like, some of you are laughing. It's not funny. Talk to her. Talk to her. I'm like, what, what do I need to tell her? He said, she's always watching wrestling. And, and after... <laughs> It's not funny. And, it's, and every time, every time she's done what she says, she wants to practice with me. <laughs> True life story. And the lady said, Dad, I don't know what came upon me. I don't know. I said, you wanted to run him over with a car. I said, I know. I don't know. I was not in charge. I'm not sure if the guy ran away eventually, but because I stopped hearing about them after a while. But this was a true life situation. She was going to run her husband over. I mean, assuming you are the mother of that man, what would be your advice that night? <laughs> Check out. But the point I'm trying to make is this. I mean, and I'm like, what happened? By the time they told your story, it didn't even make sense. Is this the reason? And the guy was like, in fact, you could feel fear in the guy. He was like, talk to her, talk to her. I'm like, really? Is this bad? And she was crying. She was now crying, but the guy was still scared. That is demonic. Their attitudes, their habits, that not ordinary. They are demonic and they need to be broken. I declare tonight, whatsoever demonic cycle going on in your life, by the power of the Almighty, by the impartation of the Spirit, I declare it will be destroyed. Yeah. The anointing does not just remove the burden, it destroys the yokes. It's a yoke of the enemy. It ought not to be. It's not normal. You're a child of God. Okay, how many have I given you? Three. I'm rounding up now. It increases productivity. How many of you love that? There's an impartation of the spirit that makes you more productive. All of a sudden, you are getting more results. You, are, you begin to surprise yourself. Is it me? How come? There's an anointing factor. In Luke chapter 5, in Luke chapter 5 from verse 1, there's a story told of two fishermen who, look at it. It says, so it was the multitude pressed about Jesus to hear the word of God that is stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And in verse 2, the Bible says, run it. And he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and they were washing their nets. In other words, close of business. Nothing is working today. Verse 3. Then Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put on a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. So Jesus used the boat, the boat that could not, you know, get them results. And in verse 4. He says, and he had, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out. When we're talking about impartation, impartation is not necessarily through the lane of art. It can come through, but there's an impartation just by the right words. They are words that carry power. When Jesus says, launch out into the deep, it was not just ordinary words. He said, the words which I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And that's why when God gives an instruction, no matter how little the instruction is, take it seriously. 
That's why Mary told them, he said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Something happened today. I had an haircut, had an haircut just before I came to the service. And I, I give the barber the regular amount I normally give. And as I turned, I heard the Lord say, empty your pocket. I didn't obey first. I took some notes out and the Lord said, no. Every single thing, give it to her and walk away. And that was not the first time God would give me an instruction like that. Does it make sense? No. But a lot of us have missed out on our harvest because we are too, we are too calculative. Why, why do you have to? He doesn't even deserve it. If God says, give him everything, give him everything. If God says, give her everything, give her everything. You know, some wives are praying, tell God, speak to my husband. He needs to give me more money. <laughs> That's funny, by the way. But the truth, up to now, I don't know why the Lord told me, empty your pocket. Maybe she has been praying. Or could it be there's a harvest waiting for me? Launch out into the deep. Does it make sense? No, it did not make sense. These are professional fishermen. They, they know, they know their business. They know it wasn't working that night. But now the spirit of God is involved. He said, the same thing you've done before that didn't get you result, do it again. Ah, Lord, charge it to the deep and lay down your nets. Not even one net. Net for a major catch. Verse 5. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word. That's a smart man. I will lay down the net. But he was still conservative. Because he said, lay down what? Your net. He said, I respect you. So I will lay down one net. <laughs> Verse 6. And when they had done this, when they had done this, the, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Because God said nets. Because God knew what was about to come their way. One net will not be enough. You will need nets. God is about to give you net breaking. Boat sinking. Is somebody listening to me? Lift up your two hands. I say, I receive impartation for the next level. There's, a, there's an impartation that comes through instructions. An impartation of the spirit. And all of a sudden, the same business that was not producing now became a major business that they had to call for partners. They had to call their other friends to come join them because God is involved. His spirit is involved. Okay. To give supernatural hedge. I love that. Imp There's such a thing as an impartation that gives you supernatural hedge in form of, super in form of divine favor. Some of you will love supernatural hedge in this season. There's such supernatural hedge and there's favor written all over what you are doing. Can you get on your feet? Somebody shout favor. favor. Come on, scream favor. favor. There's such a thing as God giving you favor. And you will know this is an impartation of the spirit. Daniel chapter 1 verse 9. He said Daniel was brought into favor with the chief. Now, Daniel was supposed to be a stranger. He was in a foreign land. And yet... A stranger fell in love with him. He said, God, you know, God can give you so much favor with a boss that doesn't know you from nowhere. And you'll say, you know what? I want to work with you. Yes, 
I want to bring you under my wings. I know of a man like that, that that's how he became a director from nowhere. Why he walked with this man in another state and the man just fell in love with him. He's black, his boss is white. So it's not like they are related in any way. So all of a sudden he left the company, went to another company. He had even left. And his boss became the president or was a vice president of a major corporation in America. And you know what the boss said? He said, if I'm going to take this position, I need somebody to come along with me. So they called him all the way in Minnesota. Said, come and resume this position. A position he was not qualified for. At least it was like three steps above what he qualified for. But the man insisted. He said, he must be in the package. Because God has brought him into favor. Lift up your trust and shout favor. Favor. From today, I declare your career... Your business, whatever you are doing, you will do it with a supernatural edge. There's an impartation of the spirit that just makes strangers to fall in love with you. People are just saying, mm, I, think, I think I know you. Anytime somebody says, I think I know you, don't say you don't know me. Just smile. Favor is working. Somebody lift up your right hand and shout favor. Favor! We don't normally do this. Just, just give us that. Is supernatural age, favor. Somebody shout favor. Favor. When such favor is at work, it accelerates your, 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 your career. It accelerates whatever you are doing. Things keep on moving at a speed you can understand. I, I was privileged to be in Wembley last Sunday and it was favor. I, I mean, for, for, for someone like Dusi who has never been in UK. By the way, Dusi is coming very soon to Chicago. So is that do I know? Because he got his visa today. Favor. You know, I had to hug him. And I, I reminded him of certain prophecies that the Lord spoke concerning him a few years ago. And both of us were shaking our heads. Can you imagine the first time you are in United Kingdom? You are in Wembley Stadium. Packed with people that you have never met before. And everybody say, you are a man. You know, I was in the VIP session. And, you know, one of the, one of the biggest churches in UK, pastored by John Francis. I was just so, when it was Ducey turn, the man stood up. I'm like, have you met before? The one that shocked me most. When he started singing Yoruba song, and the man was singing it word for word. I, look, I had to bring up my phone and record it. How do you explain that? It's not from your country. You've never met before. But favor, open the door. Your sound traveled beyond what you can explain. What a grand entrance. Because favor has opened. I declare whatever you are involved with, you begin to operate in it with supernatural edge from today. People will patronize you in such a way that you will not be able to explain how things are moving beyond your natural comprehension. By the hand of God, I, th- I declare things are going to move forward in your life. Amen. Lift up your two hands and shout, favor! favor! And that 
that's what Summer Blast 2022 is about. God is about to unpick somebody and put his oil on him and accelerate him. Before you know it, you are the David in the palace. You are the one playing for the king. You are the Joseph interpreting the dream of the king. You are the Daniel decoding the mystery. Lift up your two hands and shout favor. Do you know, when that impartation is upon your life, it will create a problem that you are the only one that can solve. All of a sudden, people will be forced to notice you. It will create a problem for you to solve. It will make sure you are at the right place at the right time. Because there's an oil working in your life. Can you imagine they went to war without David? But all of a sudden, his father remembered that his brother would need supplies. And guess who was sent for? David. Can you take supplies? And it just happened that as David was walking in, here was Goliath boasting, challenging the army of Israel. Oh, favor lines things up. He ensures you are at the right place at the right time. Do you know if he had been enlisted with the regular army, Saul would not have noticed him. But Saul was at a point that he was desperate. He needed somebody to bring deliverance to them. And here comes a teenager speaking with such audacity that Saul had to notice him. I don't think you are ready, but we don't have an option. He put his armor on him. He said, I can't even wear this thing. I don't need it because I have something supernatural working for me. Though it has worked with me and it has worked for me with a bear and with a lion. And it's going to work for me with this Goliath. I declare over somebody tonight, by the favor of God, I see you position for greatness. Somebody shall favor. And what about wisdom? Capacity to have the right strategy to deal with life, to deal with issues. And Joshua, the son of Noah, was full of the spirit of wisdom. I don't know who, is, who needs wisdom in this place tonight. I declare after tonight, your level of wisdom is going to move to another level. Amen. Joshua, the son of Noah, was full. So I say full. There's wisdom to be a husband, wisdom to be a wife, wisdom to be a director, wisdom to be an employer, wisdom to be an employee. I declare in any phase of life where you find yourself presently, by the wisdom of God, I declare you will function maximally in the name of Jesus. The Bible says if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Oh, wisdom, 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 wisdom. Oh, it's too difficult. I don't know what to do. What you need is wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. There is a supply of the spirit of wisdom by impartation. Listen, as I close, Moses knew if Joshua would succeed, it must be by wisdom. Do you know if there was anything Moses did not lack, it was power. How many of you know that? Miracles happening everywhere. Breakthrough happening everywhere. But Moses lacked in the area of what? Wisdom. Someone said, how do you know? He took a Jethro to point it out to him that he does not have what? Basic administrative what? Skills. You need to reorganize your business. I'm speaking prophetically over somebody. Say, if you don't do this, you will die before your time. So when it was the turn of Joshua to take over, do you know Moses was not laying hands for power? Because he knew at this point, if there's anything the children of Israel would need in their leadership is what? 
wisdom. Power has been displayed. They have been brought out of what? Out of Egypt. Now, to move into their promised land, they will need wisdom. I declare over everybody under the sound of my voice that by the impartation of the spirits, the wisdom necessary for the present phase of your life to deliver maximally, I declare that wisdom is supplied. Lift up your two hands and shout, Wisdom! Never say, I can't do it. Just ask for the wisdom of God. Oh, it's not in me. It, it, it does not have to be in you naturally. It can be in you supernaturally. God can bait you with so much wisdom. And before you know it, you are producing beyond your natural ability. I heard the Lord say a lot of people are shutting down their capacity for wisdom because they are so aware of their natural limitation. What you don't have in the natural can be supplied supernaturally by wisdom. I see the wisdom of God helping you in your career, helping you in your ministry, helping you in your home, helping you in the different aspects of your life. Can you shout wisdom? You know, when we talk about impartation, most people just think power. But the Bible says Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of what? The spirit of what? Wisdom. Because Moses had the answer on him. As, as we be laid on somebody tonight, I declare wisdom. We begin to find the expression on that level. You will leave this place and you will know what to do, how to tackle life, how to move forward, how to move from point A to point B, how to move from your present face to the, your next face, how to handle the present face of your life, how to deal effectively in life. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and begin to praise God. Begin to praise God. The one that is, that is generous with his wisdom. Oh, he's not just a God of power. He's a God of wisdom. The Bible says to them that believe Christ, the power and the wisdom of God. Christ, the power and the wisdom of God. Begin to celebrate the God of power and the God of wisdom. Because somebody is about to be covered up in the wisdom of God. Somebody is about to find expression on another level. What was difficult all of a sudden will no longer be difficult. Lay your hands on yourself and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray for the spirit of wisdom. That the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened. That you may be filled with the spirit of wisdom. And revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. Pray in the Holy Ghost. To begin to say, I'm filled with the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands. Say with me, say, Lord, I receive wisdom for the different aspects of my life. Is it not interesting that everything I've said terminates with wisdom? And I heard the Lord saying, that is where I want you to zero in. Can you say it again? Say wisdom. So impartation is not just for power. It is for wisdom. Because sometimes with all your power, you might not reach the promised land. You know that's what happened to, to Moses. He had power. In fact, that power became the problem. 
when he was supposed to be pointing, he was striking. Too much power. This rock is not meant to be struck the second time. Too much power. Though water came out, but God said, you lack wisdom. I can't take it. You know what? I need somebody who has wisdom to bring my people to the promised land. You are retired. And when it was the turn of Joshua, hands were laid on him. And the Bible says he was full. I said, you are full. Somebody shout, I am full. Do you know the amazing thing? The word Joshua and Jesus are one and the same. So to be a member of the body of Christ is to have access to wisdom. There's a Joshua in you that carries uncommon wisdom. You know, Joshua was the one that began to apportion the different lands to the different tribes. I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know that one takes wisdom. The children of Israel were not the easiest people to deal with. But he had so much wisdom to deal with everyone accordingly. You take this, you are fine. Okay? You know what? This is your land, but don't leave your brother to the rest of the... It's your land. You are coming back to it. But come, but come with us. Let's, let's make sure your other brothers are taken care of. And everybody cooperated with him because wisdom was at work. Solomon was a smart man. God said, ask for anything. He said, these people, your people, they are the most difficult people. But you know what? If you can only give me wisdom to administer, I will be fine. At the end of the day, he was named the richest man in his generation. He did not ask for money. He did not ask for the lives of their enemy. He did not ask that all the village people should be killed. All he asked for was wisdom. But at the end of the day, he got affluence, he got money, he got victory because victory, wisdom is the principal thing. When wisdom is flowing, every single thing that you need comes with it. Tonight, I declare by the spirit, by the flow of wisdom, whatever you need in this present phase of your life is supplied. Somebody shout wisdom! We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.